Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Bone and Beef Short Ribs, Sustainable Wild Caught Sockeye Salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano Reggiano, Charcuterie and Ground Lamb. Grab an Olive Bull bread from the bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. In this episode, we take an in-depth look at self-care. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and last week I did a two-part episode on mindset that performed extremely well. A lot of you have reached out to me saying that you loved that series, Uh, and the episode was based on this massive 3,000-word article that I recently published over at tlbc.co slash mindset, and honestly, it was a lot of fun to put together to be able to dive deeper into a topic than I typically do on this show. So that's why I've decided to do it again. Over the next two days, I'm going to be doing a two-part episode on self-care. More specifically, we'll be diving into what self-care is, what it isn't, why it's important, and how to build self-care habits and routines into your day-to-day life. But like I said, this is going to be a two-part episode. It's based on an article I'm publishing later this week that is about 3,000 words long. So it should be pretty fun to dive into. You may have noticed that I've done a few episodes on self-care recently. Well, after doing that, I realized that I've never really gotten deep with the topic. So this is my attempt. The goal here is to answer every single question you may have about self-care and convince you to build it into your life. But with that said, if you're already convinced and you want some ideas on how to practice your self-care, then I suggest you join over 500 other people and download my self-care checklist. It's 100% free and it's full of ideas to use in your day-to-day life when you need to take better care of yourself but aren't sure where to start. Head over to www.selfcarelist.co to download it for free now or click the link in the description of this episode. Let's get into part one of my mega article on practicing self-care. Do you ever feel like you're just going through the motions of life? If so, it may be time to start practicing self-care. If you aren't familiar, self-care is about making sure that your physical and mental health are being met. 
We're going to go a bit deeper into what exactly self-care is and what it looks like. But for now, just think of it as an important part of your day-to-day routine if you want to be in top form each day. This doesn't mean that self-care has to be a complicated process either. In fact, there are a number of simple ways to practice self-care on a daily basis. My goal here is to discuss what self-care is, why it's important for everyone, not just people who struggle with their mental health, and how you can develop habits and routines for practicing self-care in your day-to-day life. So what is self-care? Self-care is a way to prioritize yourself. It's about making time for the things that make you feel happy, relaxed, and fulfilled, even if it's just for an hour or even five minutes each day. Self-care can be anything from taking a bubble bath or reading a book in solitude. It can be talking with your friends about what's on your mind or watching a TV show that you love. It can be something as small as getting up an extra 15 minutes early to eat breakfast, or it can be something big like taking an entire day off of work. Self-care is about whatever you need in order to feel good and get through the day. But self-care doesn't have to be extravagant. This is an important piece to understand. Many people feel that self-care need to be like this massive extravagant trip to the spa or getting a massage. While these things are certainly good, they aren't often reliable or repeatable. If you believe that this is a requirement for practicing self-care, then you may end up avoiding it altogether. The stress or overwhelm caused by trying to figure out how to do it the right way, quote unquote, can lead to ignoring it as a potential routine for your own life. But things don't have to be like that. Self-care can be extremely simple. It doesn't have to be complicated, and oftentimes it shouldn't be. The spa day is nice, but it really can't be considered self-care if it's not something you can prioritize often. That's more like a treat. As I said earlier, doing something for yourself that you enjoy, like watching a favorite TV show, meditating for even just five minutes every day, having a glass of wine, these can make a huge difference in your overall happiness and sense of well-being. Self-care is one of the simplest things anyone can do to feel good about themselves, and that makes it a powerful tool in your arsenal, but only if you keep it simple. So why is self-care so important? Well, at first glance, It may be difficult to fully understand why this is so critically important. Often, the things we have time to fit in, like having a glass of wine, feel too small to matter. We might ask questions like, how is watching my favorite TV show going to help me manage my mental health? Surely that isn't enough, right? It makes sense why we don't give it the credit it deserves, but self-care is ridiculously important because it provides a little moment of relief in the midst of chaos. Keeping your self-care routine small and manageable may feel like it won't matter, but it's actually desirable. A routine you can rely on is key to ensure you can still find time for it when things get stressful. Self-care is also important because it can be used to take care of ourselves when we feel like the other people in our lives can't. This isn't to say that these people don't care, but they may not be able to give us what it is that we need. After all, They can't read our minds, and they often can't anticipate our needs. When we're stressed out from a tough day and get home, our partners or family, they may be understanding, they may be supportive, 
but they aren't necessarily going to be able to help us relax or shut down from the day. The responsibility for doing that is on us. This is why it's important for us to remember that self-care is not selfish and it's not self-indulgent. It's necessary and essential. It allows us time to think about what makes us happy, which then provides an opportunity for feeling better overall. And if you're not convinced, here are four additional reasons why self-care is so important. It helps us take care of ourselves. This is something that is overlooked because it's literally in the title. We think of self-care as a way to take care of ourselves, but never stop to question what that actually means. In life, there are any number of things that we're going to need to be responsible for. Our feelings, our reactions, our knowledge, these are things that we control. And these are just some examples. No one else is responsible for how we react to something. No one else is responsible for how we feel on a day-to-day basis. That is on us. Our ability to navigate the day, manage our energy, and build routines that keep us at our peak That's also on us. And one potential solution to make this process easier is self-care, taking care of ourself. So to repeat what I said at the top of this section, by practicing self-care regularly, we enable ourselves to take care of ourselves. In many ways, self-care is like the Swiss army knife for our day-to-day needs. And it's also vital to managing our mental and emotional health. It's so incredibly important when it comes to this. Think about this. We wouldn't live our lives only going to the doctor when there was a really bad problem, right? Now, I know some people have to. I know that that is, unfortunately, if you live in the U.S., the healthcare system is terrible. And and that is a reality that many people have to go through. But it's not desirable. We should be doing our annual checkups. We should be doing physicals. This is what allows us to catch problems before they become problems. This is what allows us to deal with issues that could become major issues before that happens. So why wouldn't we do that with our mental health? Now, I've given this argument before as a reason why I believe therapy is such a critical piece of our toolbox. It allows us to maintain our mental health rather than just reacting when a major issue pops up. And so does self-care. It allows us to manage stress levels and deal with the issues that we run into on a day-to-day basis or let go of them. It's about maintaining our mental health and emotional health each day so that we can avoid any major issues or catch them before they start. Doesn't that sound much better than waiting until you have a panic attack or a mental breakdown. It's the preventative care that helps us stay in top form to tackle the day in front of us. And that's not all. It can actually help us be more productive, whether that's for work or school or just in our day-to-day lives. Because in order to be productive each day, we need to be productive in all aspects of our lives. And as we just covered, self-care is essential to maintaining mental health and emotional stability. It'll help you work more effectively by making sure you are a well-oiled machine capable of using the time, not just productively, but also wisely. Now, this may sound counterintuitive, but in order to be at our best during the day, we need to take steps from the night before. 
calming ourselves down at night with mindfulness techniques such as meditation or gratitude journaling, that can go a long way towards improving our sleep and thus our energy for the next day. This can also reduce stress levels so they don't build up over the course of the evening and leave us feeling exhausted when morning rolls around. It's also, as I've talked about many times, important to get plenty of sleep each night because this helps keep moods stable. Having a solid self-care evening routine, that's a critical part of making this happen. And then finally, being kind to yourself and practicing self-care can help you feel better about your body, your appearance, and about your life in general. It can increase your confidence. This is another one that a lot of people don't think about, but practicing self-care regularly, having that routine and being kind to yourself can help improve your overall confidence by making you feel better about your situation. It's really easy to get caught up each day in all the negative things going on. This can often spill over into our feelings about ourselves. We think that thing that happened at work today, well, it's our fault because we're just not good enough. Or maybe... We think that our partner didn't text us back because they secretly think we're ugly and we're not going anywhere. Our career is over. Or perhaps the reason we're so stressed out in the first place is because we're just too stupid and everyone else around us has it totally figured out. These are some of the negative thoughts that can build up. They happen as a result of the day that we face, the the struggles that we have to go through each day, the challenges that we have to solve, and of course, the walls that we run into. And if we let these things build up over time, it becomes easier and easier to believe them. Practicing a regular routine of self-care can help avoid this by making it easier to manage those thoughts and stresses, by making it easier to let go of those thoughts and stresses. And by doing that, they don't have a chance to build up. Not to mention, there are some very specific self-care habits that you can practice that have a direct effect on your confidence levels. Things like taking time to exercise, listening to music that pumps you up, or eating well and choosing foods that are energizing. So that's it for part one of my mega article on practicing self-care. Again, the purpose of this episode and this part of it is to get you excited for the practice of self-care, to convince you if you're on the fence to build a self-care routine, a self-care habit in your own life. But if you want to know how to do that, you've got to tune into part two. So come back tomorrow, episode 712, 712. Uh, I'm going to be going into the rest of this article, which covers the do's and don'ts, the practices, the routines, the habits, how to actually build this into your day-to-day life. And if you can't wait, if you want to learn more now, there are two things you can do. One, You can listen to a recent episode I did all about how to build self-care into your day when you are running low on time. That's episode 702. Highly, highly worth the listen. And the second thing you can do is download the free self-care checklist. Just head over to selfcarelist.co or click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.